This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Are you drunk? Are you high? Which one is it today? Uh, can I do multiple choice and choose all of the above? Oh, I will still never forget that time that you got drunk and you didn't tell me. I'm still very upset about that. Oh, well, it doesn't happen often. I know. That's why I'm, I'm it's, it happens like once every fucking fortnight, every, once every Christmas. It was very, I'm very upset. I missed out on Drunk Lady Bunny. The world is dying to see her and meet her. But you, you know who didn't miss out was, you know, thankfully some friend of Shangela's got me a car home because they Shangela had books, has friends? I guess so, in LA anyway. Oh. And okay. uh, he was, he barely knew me and sweetly booked me a. Uh, um, an Uber because I don't have Uber and there were no cabs out there and uh, my car had left me. So when you're in other cities and you need to get around, what do you do? Well, I try to stay in hotels that are in the middle of things so that I can um, always get a cab. And obviously mm-hmm. if you're rushing to the airport, um, you need for there to be cabs out there. Because, you know, when you're in, a, that's why I feel at home in New York because there's cabs everywhere and um i i don't trust there are uber cabs and crabs yeah i don't i don't have an uber account i don't trust uber i don't like uber um mm. the, the first time someone sent me um uh, an uber someone who had an uber account a friend of mine was helping me and they they canceled five times because the uber drivers were too dumb in LA anyway to um, to find where I was. And I was at this major building. I was just not at the main place where you pulled in. So it's like, I think I'm going to stick with, I see a yellow light <laughs> on top uh-huh. of the cab. And I put my hand out. I don't need to fumble for my glasses to look at some Uber thing and see how much price th- there's surge. Cause you know, Mary Cherry from Brooklyn, the drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, the other day 
that that she's gone back to using cabs because her Uber surges were so ridiculous. That is one. That is true. One time, I remember years ago. Well, not years ago. Maybe I want to say maybe like well, it is, it is years. Three years ago, I was this was before the pandemic. I want to say like maybe fall 2019. I was trying to get from 34th Street by the Javits Center. I don't. I don't know why. Why the fuck was I in that area? And it wasn't even DragCon time. Anyway, 34th Street, like Javits Center area, back to where I lived uptown to 145th Street. And I opened the Uber app. But no, it was the Lyft app. It was Lyft. Uh, maybe it was Uber. And it was like, yeah, surge prices. Now it's 250% more. I'm like, you're charging me 250% more on my ride? That's crazy. So what it, what it looked like, my my cab ride was going to cost, was something that would normally cost me maybe like 56 bucks. It was going to be like fucking like $200 to get. I was like, this is insane. Well, the, the, the other thing is that, you know, Uber did address some situations, some bad situations for taxis um, because taxis can be rude. Taxis don't want to pick up black people. Taxis don't want to pick up drag queens. A pet mm-hmm. Taxis, you know, I'm not usually going out out of drag, but I, I imagine that that some people, taxi drivers, are, are you know, prejudiced, you know, so um, they, I think that's well established. And they'll often just, like, pull past me on the street corner and just zoom off as, as, as if it's like I'm, you know, they, they don't, you know, they're not with the drag explosion. <laughs> they don't watch drag right. race. They When they see drag race, they head into a temple, okay, and pray that we don't, don't ever come anywhere near them. So, uh, you know, I... I there, there, there are a lot of issues with cabs. I mean, cabs will try to, um, you know, uh, dick you over in their own ways. They're always asking, you know, can you use cash? And of course, when you're for, for business, I mean, it's nice to just have it all on your credit card account, all linked. But I, I don't like the way Uber treats their employees. And I think it's, this is true. I think it's great. I mean, there's no benefits. There's no, um, you know, insurance. And so I think it's a great thing to have for those who want it. Uh, obviously it addressed some issues with cabs. Um, the, uh, you know, and young people want to be looking in their phones all the time. I can't see everything on my phone. So I want to see that yellow light. But, um, another thing is, you know, people are not getting insurance on those jobs. And if you want to make extra money, and drive an Uber, and you're a people person, and you have good driving and sense of direction, well, then that's a great option for you to set your own hours. There are benefits to it. But um, at the same time, um, I I, I hope that that's not the only job that some people can get, because it doesn't pay much, and there's no benefits or security. So, um, Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... A job that has a lot of security is Drag Race. And I have to say, I I don't know, it's because, um, maybe it's because your dear co-host is on the upcoming season, but you have been getting a lot into Drag Race recently, even the season 14 girls. What's that about? <laughs> why, are you, why, are you, why are you changing your tune? Are you trying to get cast on season 15? What's the tea, girl? <laughs> no, no, no. I just follow a lot of Drag Race, Drag Queens, and I follow Drag Race on uh, Instagram. So I'll peep. You know, over at like the the number. Basically, I, I look at what Drag Race wants you to see because those are the clips mm-hmm. that they're putting out there, and um, and putting out there for free. And uh, 
and yeah, honey, I don't have a TV, so it's not like any shade against Drag Race specifically. Um, I don't watch other reality TV shows either, so I mean, or competition mm-hmm. shows. If I, I do have Netflix, and you know, I, I'll watch. But yeah, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not that wild about uh, TV in general. I like news, so I can watch that online. But no, I, I I'm interested in Willow Pill. I've seen her give a couple of. Um, of uh, interviews where she was funny and dirty, and I like that. And uh, mm-hmm. she has a, a wild sense of style. Um, she, uh, you know, I, I, I like the way she styles herself. She's adorable. So um, I wanted to uh, just check her out. Now, I did watch a little bit back in the season and was very confused when Willow Pill came out with Bosco and lip-synced to Luther Vandross, Never Too Much. Oh, such a good song. Never too it's, bad, never too bad. Oh, it's a great song, but it's sung by a man. So why would you get in drag to sing it? Am I old school? Like, like what, what drag uh, buddy, queen? Yes, what drag queen can. Is... <sighs> Go ahead. Uh, Sylvester, is a, Sylvester was a man. Sylvester is a man that sounded like very feminine, with a high voice, in the same way that drag queens lip sync to Alex Newell's song uh, "Kill uh-huh. the Lights" because it's, you might as well. And be, Luther Vandross was a big old fag, so uh, no, no, honey, he's a big old fag. But no drag queen sits putting on drag and and lip lip syncing around to their favorite music, and it's Luther Vandross. I'm sorry, that's a little too advanced for me. I want to see a drag queen <laughs> lip sync to a woman's song. That's all there is to. Well, I mean, but this song is, is an iconic song. I, I mean, I, I, certain songs by males get passes for me. Like I've seen um, Queens. What's that? What's that fucking um, Michael Douglas? Not Michael Douglas. What's his name? The one that was caught jerking off in the bathroom um, from oh, Wham. Uh, George Michael. George Michael. I've seen Dragon listening to George Michael, and I think it fits because he's gay, and it's like an iconic song. So it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me aesthetically. Huh. I, 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 I've never seen anything like that in a club because drag queens don't typically want to lip sync to a man. So it's mm. getting further and further away from what drag queens actually <laughs> do in their own act in the real world. <laughs> so. I've seen, but I mean, you, you, you lip sync to yourself and you're a big old man. Well, some people... <laughs> Think Pepper and Lady Bunny sound very Pepper. seductive. This is true. I, I oftentimes I'm very aroused when I hear you talk as Pepper and I hear your lip sync tracks. I'm not denying that. But you have know. you been hanging out with Maddie Morphosis? <laughs> Do you follow Maddie online? Maddie is so funny online. Uh, I don't know if I follow, but but I have. Seen you would some like his key- humor. Okay. Okay. I, now, I did see mm-hmm. on the reunion a clip online where he was saying that he was glad <laughs> that he had come on the show uh, as a straight guy to combat toxic masculinity. And I'm kind of like, Mama Roo and World of Wonder, this show is not therapy. You are not changing the world. You're putting on wigs. <laughs> Do I like putting on wigs? Yes. But I mean, you did. But it's also like 
life is what you make it. And I think that Maddie recognizes that as being the first straight man to be on Drag Race, I think you cannot deny that there that that does break the stereotype of what drag is for people who may never have watched the show. But because the straight dude is on the show, you cannot like deny that that changes things for some people. So, and I think that Maddie's think, conscious of that. I don't think. Do you I don't think, think the Maddie's toxic, out here saying that I am the finder? Do you her. think that toxic males are watching Drag Race to get that? Um, uh, message from Maddie, or are they hating anything like Drag Race and rolling their eyes at Maddie getting in drag? I just don't think that his appearance on that show, and I could be wrong, maybe we'll hear from them, um, did much of anything to combat toxic masculinity. I really it don't. It may have done much, but I would not say anything. I, I think that may have some people would have been like, what? Some people who who are not watching Drag Race would be like, there's some, there's, some, there's some straight dude on Drag Race and uh, uh, Sarah Mae and her boyfriend turned it on to see Maddie. And then they may have watched it and, to like make fun of it, but then they, all, but then they watch it and be like, I guess it's not that weird. But, but I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm not in I, these people's houses. But I feel like it does... It does Having Maddie Morphosis on the show does more good than bad. I think uh, 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 the cost benefit is greater than having him on the show than not. Oh, the, the cost benefit. Humble opinion. Well, so so let me tell you something else that just kind of struck my mind a little bit. So he's saying that he has done his part against toxic masculinity, and if he has, he has. I'm not sure he has, but if he has, so if the show is is against toxic masculinity. Why does it promote toxic femininity or masculinity of, of men who are not masculine in wearing wigs and have the contestants pick fights with each other? Like, uh, I was just, I really hated it when I saw Tamisha Iman and Candy Muse, like, have that fight and were, like, saying, you know, like, I, t- let's take it outside. Why would you leave that on the show? That shows that shows that your competition has been disrupted by people threatening each other. That's not what what happened to everybody say love. Why would you? But that shows the realness of drag. But, it, but you and I both know we have both been in situations where that's how girls get behind um, b- backstage. That's how they get on tour buses. That's how they get on. That that's how queens get on, like in real life. Just so so just because it happened on Drag Race, does that mean that we don't show it? No, it's it it is a part of how us as entertainers, as narcissistic drag queens, this is how we behave. Like you and I, I've I've bitch, I've been that girl. I have fought with a girl backstage at the show and be like, bitch, bitch, I fucking hate you. Don't don't. Don't step foot in, foot in my dressing room, or I'm, I'm I'm not sleeping next to that bitch in that bunk. She stank. Like we've all been there, and we've all been that girl. Okay, I I I just yeah, I don't know how a show that talks about everybody loves says that stays in there because that's really not a part of my performing. I mean, I'm not saying I haven't had arguments or done you know uh, anything wrong in drag, but usually the casts are glad to be working and they're they're pretty sure. much cool. So I mean, I, I just don't see it as something that happens that much. You know? Yeah, it, it doesn't happen that much, but it does happen. Oh, it does. I, it, it, it does. Especially on Work the World on fucking the drag queen cruise. Bitch, I, I literally did I had a whole saga online where I left the tour because the promoters didn't think and then and then half of the girls who were still on the tour were coming at me online saying that I'm a shady bitch for leaving. Like I like stuff like that happens and people, and girls fight. And I think it's not just even a drag thing, it's just it's just a reality TV thing. Like we we've seen it on Bad Girls Club, we've seen it on Hot Stars of Atlanta. 
that like human beings have tussles and they have disagreements and they have fights. And I think that showing that about drag is showing the full picture of what drag is. is It's not just all. It's not just all everybody say love. Sometimes it's everybody get the fuck out my face before I stab this bitch. Okay, so are they gonna show? Willow Pill in tears over having to backstage over having to lip sync to an old black man that's been dead for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love Luther Vandross. Don't get me wrong. He's genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, in many, many ways. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just I, in your in your in your comings and goings, did you ever? I mean, I, you know, if you don't know, Luther Vandross was allegedly. This is all uh, conjecture. Who knows if it's true? Was heavily in the closet. Um, but in your uh, t- tenure as a queen back in the day, did you ever see Luther out of the club, girl? Was Luther tiptoeing off to fucking limelight and shit? No, I think his his livelihood, oh. you know, depended on it because, like Teddy Pendergrass. Um, Mm -hmm. Luther didn't have the machismo of Teddy Pendergrass, but he was one of those soul crooners that ladies threw their panties at. So if you see him out with the boyfriend, honey, they're not going to buy tickets to your show and they're not going to buy. But well, the black community was like that then. Maybe they're different now. This is, as I say, 30, 20 years ago, but I never. No, I bitch. I'll be up in the shade room on Instagram and all the, and, 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 and fucking on the breakfast club is still toxic as fuck. It's just, it's horrible. And yeah, in my opinion, I think the black community is still like that, bitch. I'd be, be up in the shade room and I'd be up in the Breakfast Club comments and anything. Like, for example, the Don't Say Gay Bill. Oh, my God. You should have seen that when they posted something in the shade room. If you don't know what the shade room is, the shade room is uh, a black gossip uh, forum. They, they started they started with a website and now they have an Instagram that's, that's very popular. They have a TikTok that's popular. And they'll post, like, news, like, black a lot of black celebrity news, but also big stuff in the news, like about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Twitter or about the don't say gay bill and they'll post something about it and the comments are just always so wild to me they i'm like we still have so much fucking work to do yeah well i i do remember do, being on a biography uh, that was on i think it maybe was bravo or the biography channel about rupaul mm-hmm. and um on that uh one of the questions that they ask people is do you know of any other out uh, gay black men besides RuPaul and Patti LaBelle said, yeah, well, oh, I don't think he's out. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh my God, I, really? I, now, now I, I, I mean, it is speculated that she was, you know, about... A, a, a possibly thinking of, of Luther, but yeah, I mean, I it was kind of an inside, you know, heavily rumored uh, secret, but, um, you know, that wasn't... The, that, that, that was a different time. And he, he was, yeah. you know, he was, um, I mean, there was nothing like he wasn't like a, a loud image driven, uh, you know, uh, rapper with a street, you know, vibe. I mean, he was like in street credibility. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, Luther was like a, a singer in a tux or a singer in a suit. Yeah. Um, although he did have some very flashy ones. <laughs> He did, he did. Well, I guess this was y'all's little aperitif into our headlines. I think we should get into the real thing. Shall we go for it? Let's do it. Headlines. 
I believe, speaking of Drag Race, that All Star 7 has been lined up. There's a new promo. Monet, we're all chomping at the bit to know the very latest. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what happened. No, well, this was <laughs> so we shot we shot the EW thing and our promo, like the 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 glitter, the glitz promo, all like in the one day after each other. We shot like the EW thing on like on a Friday, and the thing was on a Saturday. So it's like a weekend of like really crazy stuff, and it was crazy for me because so Domino Couture. Do you know Domino Couture, Bunny? The name's familiar. He's a designer in New York. He used to work on Broadway. He used to work with um, Perfidia a lot. Okay. Um, doing hair. No with, wonder with I don't know him. Oh, are, are you? Oh, oh my God, are you and oh. Perfidia not friends? <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. Work. Not the not 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 the old school <laughs> drama. <laughs> um, yeah. So so Dominic Couture, I had asked him to make my thing for the EW, and the the theme was winner winner chicken dinner. They wanted us like sitting at at like at like the having the last supper, um, drag queens whatever. And then so I asked him to make that, and then so he's making that for me. And then as I was heading to New, well, I, as I was heading to leaving LA to head to New York to get my my to shoot the promo and all this stuff, the designer was supposed to make my promo look like fumble the ball. It just did not work out. We didn't really get a chance to do fittings. I was trying to get in touch with him. It just was a mess. Oh, so honey, I, he honey, showed we, it to my we house. could tell. We could tell. No, this is before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. We showed up. To, he showed it to my house as a garment. I was like, I cannot wear this. So then I literally called because Domino made my promos for season 10 and All Stars 4. I was like, Domino, this is what I have. I need help. I need a brand new garment. So in two days, wait, he wait, made wait, my wait. EW you, you, look. you really wanted to continue that? streak <laughs> so in two days he made my ew look and he made my uh, all-star seven promo look he is so fucking great i love him so much and um yeah it was really fun um evie got sick so the reason evie couldn't do it was because evie the night before out of these bitches coming to new york and evie comes to new york all the time i don't know why she don't know no better this bitch went to the fucking bodega over there by the standard and had the tuna fish sandwich you know that first of all in these delis bitch that tuna fish been sitting there for who knows how many weeks months days years i would never eat any of them salads that'd be in the fucking deli counter and so this bitch got a tuna sandwich and the next day she woke up like sick as a dog so she had to miss doing the panel that we did because she had really bad tuna in new york city like duh girl well now so folks listen with masks with seat belts with smoking or not smoking with eating healthy foods blah 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 we all take different risks right some of us jaywalk mm -hmm. some of us don't <laughs> Some of us used yeah. to. Now we, unquote, we, yeah, not I, we uh, need to take our time crossing the street. But so we all take different risks. But I will tell you this. My mother is is does not tolerate that many risks. And I have literally mm -hmm. sat with her and another nurse friend. And they said, do not eat anything with mayonnaise in it. From a deli or a place Girl. that you know is not 100% kosher. So she said, I, I even will get mustard on my sandwiches now because, you know, you, you don't know if something's been sitting out. Left also, out. mustard has no calories. Mustard has like literally no, like almost no calories in it. So it's a healthier option than, than mayo. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll have two sandwiches with mustard. <laughs> um, so I, 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's that, the same with putting mayonnaise on a sandwich that doesn't, you know, not like tuna salad or chicken salad. But yeah, tuna salad's going to be the iffiest because it's not only mayonnaise in there with raw egg that can spoil if I'm refrigerated. It's also fish. <laughs> Girl, uh-uh. I, I, so I, she had to miss the whole thing because she was like sick as fuck. And because it was COVID times, they were like, well, we don't know if these are like, and she was, she, and they made her like test like three times. She was coming up negative, but like, but you're like throwing up. And so like, so just to avoid any risk of anyone being exposed, they're like, you cannot do the thing, which was like, it sucks. But she came in like a few days later and did it just the picture, but not, she didn't, she was, she couldn't do the panel. Okay. So I'm looking at this. Everyone head over to EW to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7 cover story. Uh, and I see Monet with her big mouth open about to eat a piece of corn. I it's chicken. Chicken. Oh, it's chicken? It's, I don't... Oh, I guess that's Vivian, Vivian. The Vivian. I don't know her too well. Shay looks pretty. You know what? I don't know. I mentioned this last time. Fucking Trinity has done something good to that mug. That she, Whatever she got done... It looks good because her nose was a little odd for the first. <laughs> she did get, she got like a third nose job to like fix it. And Raja is, I'm glad she's being her crazy self with all of her club kid regalia because, you know, R Raja is very beautiful and very chic uh, and can yeah. look, you know, like a model, female model. But she's also basically a club kid. You know that. Yeah, for sure. Um, she's more androgynous, you know, she's, she's edgier. So I will watch this season cause I know everyone on it. I will watch. Yeah. Wait, uh, you, you have, you worked with everyone or you worked with obviously me. I haven't worked you with worked Vivian. With Raja, you worked with Jinx. You never worked with Vivian. She's nice. Vivian is lovely. I love Jinx. She's a major, major singing talent, like live. Yeah. You can't, I hope she mm -hmm. gets to sing. On this show, I like Evie. I think Evie's a. She's just got that uh, star quality. She's a performer. Does Evie remind you of RuPaul? Um, there. Because obviously, you and you ruined this time, and everyone always makes a comparison to Evie and Ru. But well, I want to ask um, the horse's mouth. Well, well, so Ru is very pretty and elegant, and 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 Evie is, but but Ru is not masculine. Ru, uh, e but I mean, Ru back in the day, like in the early '90s, when he was doing that, like well, he was even he was even more feminine. He was young, um, mm. you know, fairly hairless. He would was androgynous and would wear a mohawk uh, sometimes, Got sometimes it. with wading boots and a loincloth and some kind of girl. All kind of one look they had. We called it his peanut butter and jelly drag because she would literally put just blobs of stuff on her face and go out in New York. Uh, to work at Suzanne Barsh parties, and, and so so yeah, but but so Rue was pretty, and and somewhat you know feminine, obviously to look that gorgeous. Now, you know at eighty, you need to be somewhat uh, feminine. I think that Evie, um, you know her drag looks great, but to me she's pretty, but at, in a manly way. I think I think Evie's mm. very handsome, out of drag. Oh yes, yeah. oh for sure, Evie is. Oh, Evie's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Evelyn. So I, I don't know Evie's. Oh my God, what's Evie's government name? I know everyone else. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Evie's. I don't know Vivian's government name either. Well, honey, should hmm. should we? 
Should we? I mean, no. People always think that drag queens call each other by their government names out of drag. I'm like, no, I call everyone by their drag name all the time. Jovan Bridges. Evie has, that is a black ass name. Jovan Bridges. <laughs> oh my God, this black bitch. <laughs> the Vivian James Lee Williams. That sounds very British. She saw him. That is, that, 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 that is a colonizing name. Oh, she's too young to co be colonizing anybody. She can come colonize this pussy. Oh, I hope we don't see any of that on season uh, All Star Seven. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's so that's the EW thing. It's a lot of fun. They're doing a lot of really big press. I'm I'm I was on the I was on the Kelly Clarkson show this week. So lots of really fun stuff. I'm very excited. Okay, how's she? Kelly's great. Obviously, you know, the bitch can fucking sing. Her voice is fucking out of this world. And she was really kind, and she was really gracious, and Kelly Clarkson was great. So she's... 10 out of 10 would recommend. So she's like... And when does that air? Um, it aired this past Wednesday. Oh, okay. So she's like... Yeah. Um, exactly like she is on camera. Yeah, nice she is. Nice southern again, girl. Talented. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was literally the sweetest person ever. Oh, okay. Tiny. Well, I'll have to watch that on YouTube. Was it you or or all of the queens? It was just myself, Shay, Evelyn, and Raja. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Evelyn? Yeah. Evie. Oh. I call her Evelyn. Oh, okay. Evelyn, I, I, Evelyn Oddly. Wait, hold on. You, Shay, uh, Evie, and Raja? Uh -huh. That's not very inclusive. There's not any white queens. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson was enough. Oh my God! You're the representation. I, RuPaul's <laughs> got a fucking straight guy. He's got a fucking trans man. Got a fuck <laughs> five trans people on this show. Three of them coming out during the show, and can't put a white. Okay, see, this is what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to be fair, Evie's <laughs> half white, so Evie Evie filled the white quota with her with with, with her white side. Uh, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, yeah so i can't wait to hear your thoughts and opinions about this season all summer long lady bunny when does it debut may 20th may 20th on paramount plus okay all right i'm gonna get paramount mm. paramount plus or eat or or steal your password or something. I don't want to say that on air. Yeah, but, that's fine. Um, I mean, they ain't, they ain't sponsoring this podcast, so whatever. <laughs> Is that a threat? Yeah, right. That you are going if you to take... Want, if you don't want me to share, if you don't want me to uh, uh, share my password, sponsor us. Oh my god, this is. This is cyberbullying online with what Elon Musk has done with his shocking takeover of Twitter, which I don't know is, if it's that shocking. <laughs> it is all over the I news. Know. Um, it, it is, it, I'm looking at a few headlines here that I just Googled Elon Musk. The New York Times opinion, Elon Musk is a problem masquerading as a solution. Uh, CNN, Twitter employees raise question about Musk takeover in all hands. Uh, I guess they had a meeting because the and then here's one. Um, Elon Musk's Twitter has struggled to turn a profit for years. Now it's facing a... Oh, CNN. Elon Musk has just become the most powerful person in the world. CNBC. Elon Musk will owe Twitter $1 billion if he can't secure 
financing. I'm going to say this is, I, I, I don't know much about high stakes financing. I know a lot about uh, high stakes waste centers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what what does that mean? That so I mean he's coughed up like forty nine billion to buy Twitter, and this is a huge huge story in all of our media, all of it. Um, mostly the Democrats are against him taking it over, uh, and mostly the Republicans, independents, progressives are fine with it. Um, but it certainly has been a lightning rod for, you know, discussion. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the big, a lot of people's big um, thought about this is that they're just afraid, they're just afraid he's going to bring Donald Trump's Twitter, uh, Twitter back. That's right. That's what a lot of people, that is like a, a big concern with this. And, you know, you can't, you can't stop rich people from fucking rich people and like it was it, inevitable may not be the word but if he didn't buy it someone else really with a lot of fucking jeff bezos may have bought it who knows and i mean i just i don't think it's inherently bad that elon musk has um bought twitter but i do think a lot of things a lot of negative things could be the fallout of this of his purchase of a fucking um, a twitter yes well I think that you are right that one of the biggest fears among Democrats is they will put Trump back on Twitter and correct me if I'm getting this wrong. He was taken off Twitter for tweeting something about the January 6th insurrection. Is that it? I, I, I think that may have, but that that may have bubbled it over. But I think throughout his throughout his entire tenure as president, there were so many things that he didn't say, and I think that was like the tipping point. That was like people were like, all right, enough. Yeah. But I don't think that one thing caused it, though. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't remember. I, I so here's my here's what I do. I don't like Trump, and so I never followed Trump. So I would only see Trump's tweets if someone I follow had commented or retweeted or whatever. So I, 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 that's, that's what kept it from bothering me because it's like traditionally censorship has been something that the right wing likes. Now it's something mm -hmm. that Democrats like. Um, and, and one of the reasons is like, as you say, to keep, Trump off of Twitter. See, to me, Trump is a game show host that never should have won, who seems, you know, crazy and tacky and, and all that. But how do you actually, I mean, he, for whatever reasons, we don't need to get into this now, uh, he won. Do you think that it's fair, I don't, to censor the president of the United States, because this, I don't think that that's fair. I mean, whether I hate him, love him, or I am indifferent, enough people voted for him to get him there. And uh, I was not one of mm -hmm. them, but I, I mean, so, so Twitter would have to be making the case that he is extra, extra dangerous. Okay, so I'm just getting word that Trump's personal account 
was yeah. uh, blocked. He could still weigh in as the president, but I don't think that that's the one. You know, he he used it, and, and the, the tweets were insane. Whenever I did catch wind of them, they were misspelled. You know, coming at four a.m., people were you know like, what is he doing? You know, Kofefe. Uh, but but I, I I also but I here's the thing though I don't think that the president is a is is above like there's this thing like when when there's a president and this is still fucking this, this happened throughout a lot of his presidency there were so many things you could not do because he had what you call it um, a presidential pardon or he had certain like certain legalese could not be taken against Trump because he was a president of the United States and I think that's fucking bullshit if you are a citizen of this country whether you're a fucking president or you uh, or you work at or you work at fucking Popeyes or you whatever you are whatever you are if you are a citizen in this country and you and you break the law you should be prosecuted I don't care if you're the president so that being said if he's if he's if he has hate speech just like just like just like if you say something crazy and they and they and they lock Lady Bunny's account for what for for a week a month because you said something that they deemed inappropriate I think the same action should happen against the president I do not believe in his presidential pardon and you can't and you can't sue a president or you can't take, take legal action because it's the president fuck that you're a citizen of this country if I can if, if, if I if I'm gonna get in trouble bitch you should get in trouble too Okay, but so who decides what is hate speech? Let me give you a couple examples of stuff that Elon Musk has said. I don't know a lot about the guy. I saw a little bit, bit of him on Saturday Night Live. Um, but so, again, Elon Musk, not someone who I know. I saw him a little bit on Saturday Night Live. But um, he has opinions which are not uh, together with the left, even though Saturday Night Live and Jimmy Kimmel and uh, the, the Jimmy, uh, the other one um, at night, what's his name? The one from Saturday Night Jimmy, Live. Jimmy Fallon. Yes, and, and Stephen Colbert. I mean, these are all pretty much establishment Democrat, liberal, you know, um, you know, th 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 up and down the line. I mean, that's their ideology. So to see Elon on there as a guest was a little bit. Uh, odd. He revolutionized electric cars with Tesla. Yeah. Um, he was, um, he had a baby with Grimes and they named the baby like A squared plus B squared, uh, power dash sign, cosine. It was some crazy ass fucking name. That, that was like one of his big, that's a big thing people know him, uh, know him before, besides yes. Tesla, obviously. And, and, and he was involved with the, uh, the, the space launch. And so the, 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 whatever that space thing was recently, he, had a part of that too, right? Or was that Bezos only? That was Bezos. Bezos launched a launched a fucking cock rocket to space. Elon Musk is also from South Africa. He did a lot for Tesla. You know, as an investor, he is from a rich uh, family, and uh, he's deemed to be some sometimes obnoxious. You know, uh, and these are just a few things that I know about him. Now he has said things. Now, so at, in the same with that Colbert and. Uh, you know, I mean, hell, let's talk about it. RuPaul, World of Wonder, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, a lot of these are aligned with uh, mainstream, you know, democratic things. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. But uh, Elon mm -hmm. has spoken. Netflix is also very, you know, liberal oriented. He has said uh, that Netflix, the, the fact that it's lost 200,000 subscribers in the last couple of months after this um, 
thing that had uh, teenage nude girls in it, among one thing, but also stuff like, you know, frowning on Dave Chappelle. He said that uh, their failure is due to a, quote, woke mind virus. I'm reading from the Premier Daily, says that, um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're projecting, Elon Netflix is projecting up to 2 million lost subscribers by the end of the second quarter of the year. Um, primarily, people are complaining that not only do their prices continue to rise, but they also continue to remove shows and movies, all while replacing them with ones that, frankly, people don't want. And even I, who barely turned into have noticed that it's like, what is this stuff on Netflix? But so... Elon Musk agrees. However, he cites the service with a different issue that he believes is killing it faster than its prices. Woke mind virus. So you see, he might say stuff like straight dudes will, um, you know, mm -hmm. that, that differ from what the, the, the liberals who say what hate speech and what PC is. So this is why liberals despise Joe Rogan because he thinks outside of the box and will sometimes say, I'm going to try taking ivermectin. So uh, the whole of our media is saying, you know, I know you have your own issues with, with, with Joe Rogan, but they also have this issue with, with, um, with Bill Maher because he will straddle the left and right and say that he is sick of, of PC mm -hmm. stuff. So obviously if they're toting, I don't towing towing this one liberal mind. influential people who disagree with it, you know who. And so Elon is saying that you know that that people loved Dave Chappelle on Netflix. It's just that the media, you know, didn't like that. So so they're 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 different. They don't fall into line like a lot of the other public uh, uh, people. So it, it's it's thought that, and he's been he's been harassed on Twitter. He paid, offered to pay five thousand dollars to a bot that was uh that was in contact with him, had some of his information, and was actually tracking his private plane, tra tracking it and posting it everywhere online. And he tw Elon tweeted at the guy. He five thousand. So you know, I mean. I'm getting the feeling that, you know, I mean, he's a guy, you know, like, I mean, people, you know, Dave Chappelle, you know, Joe, they don't mince their words. And I mean, we, we, we sit around here knowing about the latest LGBTQ, what's on the end of it, but honey, that's not their world. And so, but Elon Musk had different ideas about the COVID vaccine. Um, our producer is telling us that he was against any sort of lockdown or COVID mitigation policy, which is typical of conservatives and which also uh, is, is very libertarian because they want the opposite of what I want. They want small government with no taxes or just enough for the roads. I want big government with Social Security, mm -hmm. insurance, uh, pensions. <laughs> you know, uh, disability, you know, above the, 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 to where people can, can live in dignity at, at any age. So he's, if you, if you don't like, if he also, I, mean, I think I, said that, uh, hydrochloroquine worked, which I don't have any evidence that it does. I mean, it was certainly smeared, uh, as a Trump cure without any basis of, uh, that I'm aware of. 
I think that the big thing that Elon Musk is pros is is proposing that a lot of people are against are the edit button. What Elon Musk wants to bring once you, once you will be allowed to edit your tweets under Elon Musk's control, and I think that that because we want those screenshots is dangerous. We we don't want you to be able to show no because there's very damning <laughs> tweets you know from 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 everyone even just a few you know years ago when people had completely different positions on on this you know uh, I mean you know this is what this 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 is what he said this is what they said while while an edit button would allow users to fix typos it would also right. open the door for bad actors to alter the Agree. record of public conversation Agree. the times um, warned yeah i mean it's 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 uh well but with public <laughs> figures especially those who are changing their stance or dr fauci who had two different stances about masks at the beginning um you know, you want to have those tweets as a record of something that they've said in a public forum. No, no, not not just that. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm like, I'm researching some of the positive things, and they also people, people seem to think because Elon is a tech guy that um, he can really put a stop to a lot of the bots and the spam on Twitter. Which I guess I don't experience a lot of that. Do you experience bots and spam on spam on Twitter all the time? I, I do don't. not get spam. I think I've argued with bots because they were not making any sense at all to me. But I, I, I will tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Twitter, sus- sus- they didn't suspend my account. They removed my account after I tweeted at Bianca because I was going to her show in London. I said, you know, you're a, a lesbian. I'll thing. see you. At sh- see you at the show, uh, Lezer. And their censors are so sensitive. This isn't like an archaic slang from the 70s that you would call a lesbian in England. And I'm in New York. And Bianca and I follow each other to back and forth like cats and dogs. And they they ended my account. I don't mean banned. I don't mean suspended. And currently, wow. I am banned uh, for 30 days from Facebook because on 420... <laughs> Shut up. Uh, on 420, how did you know? On 420, uh, I was swimming. No, 420, I, um, <laughs> what did I do? Oh, girl, now I say 420 and my mind goes into a fuzz. Oh, no. Is it 420 today? Is it... <laughs> you were banned Oh, I was banned from Facebook because I put up an banned. image of, uh, it, is it Patsy from AbFab, the English show? Uh, the, it, yeah, it, yeah, it just said oh, yeah, the all these 420 posts. Um, uh, will you grow up and do cocaine? And so I, I put it on Instagram, but I, Facebook banned me for 30 days. And it, I said, I said, do you want to dispute this? I said, yes. And they said, well, it's probably because it, it mentions like sex or violence or, you know, so, so drug selling. I'm like, Mama, what kind of fucking censor do you have over at that billionaire company that is going to think that I am going to start (laughs) selling drugs when I'm 59 years old and I'm going to use a meme of a TV show that went off the air 25 years ago with an actress (laughs) that may not even have been doing the cocaine her care, I mean, come on. They are so horrible. And you know what? I say this, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, because I, I'm actually glad to have a little, little more time off of it. But 
They've, they've banned me for putting a picture up of a guy in running shorts from the Olympic who was very, the Olympics years ago that was very well endowed. I said, wow, this was in newspapers all over the world. You know, have you, have your screeners got very tiny penises? I mean, you know, what, 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 what is going on here? And another thing, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> another fucking shady billionaire, all you've got to do is hire as many people to take the complaints when I complained about being banned as you do to ban the people. That's only fair. And this is, you know, so I've seen different, you know, ins and outs of this. After 2016, Democrats were going to leave Facebook because they took actual rubles in payment for ads during the election of between Trump and Hillary. Uh, no, Facebook Wait, who did. Took, who Twitter did? Facebook did. And a lot of the Democrats were going to leave oh. because their payment. Yes. I remember someone on the floor of Congress saying to a Facebook kid, you literally uh, took rubles as payment. Where did you think this money was uh, coming from? And mm -hmm. there were, did you see this documentary on Netflix? It, it was actually good about the social responsibility and what this company uh, that w that was hired by Trump and in with Facebook did. I wish I could remember the name of that. I'd like to do like like a movie uh, review mm -hmm. of that because it's a couple years old now. The the solution or the I, I have no idea what the name is, but you know how de how devious they are. What this company had done that I guess helped Trump and had something to do with Facebook and and markets to people like ideas. They had some election a few years ago that this company was involved in strategy for, and they had this in the documentary. They whipped up mm -hmm. the kids with a campaign of other kids saying, don't vote this election, because they knew if the young people and the, the kids thought voting wasn't cool, that they would not go and vote. But guess what? They also knew that they were targeting in the Caribbean black kids and putting their idols and Indian kids. Uh, and they knew that the Indian kids, this firm knew that the Indian kids would probably play around with the idea of not voting, but vote anyway. And that's exactly what they did. And it, it, it got the more conservative person elected. So let's be real. There's all kinds of stuff going on that influences our elections, that influences the uh, what, what is what is the truth? What is the official truth? But I mean, I think I think we we we, we all we all know that, that there are a lot of things. But I, I just think that with Elon Musk and Twitter, we're trying to mitigate and just I mean, to, the realty is, bitch, we're being we're being fed shit. Not just on Twitter, on not just on Facebook, all the time, all day long. Like we're being, we we are subliminally, we are subliminally um, being indoctrinated and fed shit all the time. It's just that Twitter and Facebook, obviously, a lot of us use it a lot, and maybe to people in the middle of the country who don't really use Twitter, they don't care. But I, I don't know. It's it, it's all just all tricky. And I just feel like, bitch, I'm always consuming some type well, of thing that that's, is trying that's to sway true. my I was, thinking. I was trying to wonder, all the like, time. how do they Every choose day. these ads in a cab? Uh, is it because everyone uses Uber now and cabs are thought of as more expensive that they think that I'm 
an in an upper echelon bracket because I take a yellow cab because they're showing me they have like this regular <laughs> regular thing where rich people are like strutting around in their homes and it's home furnishing and I'm like okay uh, that couch would not even <laughs> fit in my door but yeah what what whatever. Do you know Sean King, the 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 black activist who some say is questionably black? I have no idea. I've always liked him. Oh, the one who has who has like the big Twitter. I mean, the big Instagram and yes, the, I know uh, him from him like being a Bernie supporter in twenty sixteen. But he, uh, he he was. Oh, he's a Bernie bro. Uh, the, oh lord. The, uh, Sean King. It is four twenty. Sean King claims that Elon <laughs> Musk's desire to buy Twitter is about <laughs> white power. And it goes on to say, while billionaire business tycoon Elon Musk has indicated he thinks Twitter can serve as a platform that enables people around the world to engage in free speech, Sean King has claimed that Musk's bid to buy Twitter is about white power. That's, quote, about white power, unquote. At its root, Elon Musk wanting to purchase Twitter is not about left versus right. It's about white power. The man was raised in apartheid by a white nationalist. He's upset that Twitter won't allow white nationalists to target slash harass people. That's his definition of freedom of speech, King tweeted. I don't know what I think about that. Uh, I mean, maybe there are some nuanced things that I don't get, but just... At first hearing, at first glance, I don't get the correlation. I think I don't think it has to do with white power. I just think it just has to do with power. This this he's what he's the second most. I mean, it's, it's always going back and forth between him and him and Jeff Bezos. Who who's who's fucking richer today? But he's one of the most. He's one of the richest people in the, in the world. I think that there's at a point, bitch. It transcends race and shit. This motherfucker just has billions of dollars to do what he fucking wants to at any given time and any given day and at any even hour he has amassed an amount of an amount of wealth that not just most uh, people of color oh. most human beings cannot even fathom i think he is in a different thing i don't think it's a race thing so our so our, our producer is telling us apparently um i didn't know this uh there are a bunch of lawsuits against elon musk and tesla for creating toxic work environments for telling people um very racially charged statements like telling them like welcome to the slave shift or or um like different things and so i did not know a lot of this so he's also again this is very i mean uh, color me shocked he's, I'm not he's shocked also from a south african uh, background his uh, his parents are from there Right, so you think he'd be a little more sensitive with, well, with, with some, apartheid well, and the day like yesterday? Apartheid background, maybe you would not be sensitive. Um, but uh, or or you know, and, and and see, that's why maybe he's not afraid to act insensitive. You know, maybe that's what this is. Maybe it's a guy thing. Maybe it's an alpha male thing. Maybe it's a whatever he has Asperger's or or Alzheimer's thing. But this this is all being considered by most of the media to be very very dangerous. I think you're right because Trump uh mm-hmm. it, this is seen as an avenue for Trump to return and here is a uh, something tweeted by Nathan J. Robinson, who shares that view. The only comforting reason to think Donald Trump might not win in 2024 is that his prior success was so dependent on his Twitter account. If Musk takes over, it's very likely that Trump will be back and will be unstoppable. 
So this is one of the, the fears. I'll read you another one that goes even further, uh, which is how a Democrat would think. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk's, quote, free speech absolutism, unquote. So in other words, he means free speech no matter what. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear if you think it's hate speech. I don't want to hear if you think it's crude. I don't want to hear, you know, anything. So, uh, so that's what free speech absolutism. He doesn't want any exceptions. Absolutely free speech. This is a tweet by George Mombia. Elon Musk, quote, free speech absolutism, unquote, is lethal. Persuasion is the primary determinant of human action. Hate speech leads to acts of hate. Lies destroy democracy. Curbing hatred and lies preserves other essential freedoms. Uh, Musk's vision for Twitter is not a promise, but a threat. So this is... This so when you say hate speech mm. leads to acts of speech, this is very in keeping with a liberal way of thinking that rape jokes lead to rape, or that me saying that Bianca is a lezer, even though we're dear friends and I'm teasing her as she always does me, uh, would somehow be hateful or be conser- considered bullying, or even that a picture of a guy who won an Olympic event with a protruding penis and running pants is somehow uh, too crude to be on Facebook. So it's like, who are the people that are deciding this? And a lady on uh, Rising, which is the Hills news program, brought up an interesting point. Would Democrats be angry if Jeff Bezos, who is more democratically aligned, uh, Elon, like many business people and many people on the right, seems more libertarian to me, which is why I'm surprised they had him on Saturday Night Live. They would usually not boost up someone. Maybe he just has who is not in their you know uh, same mindset. It usually doesn't happen. So I don't know. Right. Uh, it's it's. I mean, did 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 Democrats kvetch when uh, Jeff Bezos? bought Washington Post, which is the number two liberal paper behind New York Times in the country. He's a, he's a, he's the same amount of richness as Elon Musk, but Democrats don't seem to mind that because, and I don't think they would mind if, if, if Bezos bought Twitter because a lot of them are politically more in line with him than with, with Elon. And I don't think it's good to silence. If they can make the case that Trump is uniquely dangerous and therefore it goes beyond hate speech, it's insurrections and da-da-da-da-da, then I can see why that's different. But it's all about who decides what the hate speech is. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the gay community get targeted for what some screener in Lord knows who Lord knows where, uh, you know, country that some screener from Facebook or Twitter sees a word like lezer, sees a picture of a guy that one that has a big dick that's in running pants protruding and thinks that this is bad because they don't obviously don't know what's bad. Is lezer offensive or hate speech? No. I mean, if I were saying it to someone who I didn't know who was a lesbian, maybe, but Bianca's not even a lesbian. So it's like, I mean, I see your point. I see. I mean, that it, you bring up a, a, a point with um, with Bezos buying Washington Post. I get that. Um, but again, I mean, I understand your point. I don't think there's a perfect answer. I think these are all nuanced. T- 
takes. And um, I just think that right now the imminent threat is Donald Trump. So, like, he just we just okay. have laser beam eyes on him. Like, he is such a bad and toxic person that, like, when you hear that something that someone is purchasing something that could possibly let him back out of his fucking genie bottle, people yeah, are like, I we mean, need to listen, focus on that and not let that I happen. I don't think the Republican Party wanted Trump as the nominee in 2016. They had career career Republican career politicians like George W. Bush's brother, Jeb Bush. They had Senator Marco Rubio, and they got a fucking Mm -hmm. clown show uh, that that sees the day who is a game show host with zero political experience. But as Chelly said, he took the night... And and I, I I mean you know it's <laughs> it's like I think he took the night uh, because people needed a change because they hadn't really recovered from the recession uh, that started under George Bush but continued under Obama and that they didn't like Hillary and that I think that that's a, a lot of Democrats won't admit that you know it wasn't Russia that made Trump win Hillary wasn't so great and. You know, now we know that the Steele dossier, that a lot of, we all giggled about the Trump P tapes, you know, when he was supposed to be in our hotel room uh, with, with intelligence saying that hookers had peed on him and there was footage on it. Well, that was fun to tell jokes about, but that was not true because the Steele dossier was something that Hillary paid for as opposition research. And I want to give you another example of why I think censorship is bad. Before this last election, when Biden won, there was a story in the New York Post, which is a, a, mm-hmm. a, a Rupert Murdoch-founded conservative magazine. I've, I've, it, it, it's like a lot of people read it. They have good gossip, uh, you know, maybe good entertainment stuff, but it is all conservative mindset, all pro-police, all, you know, low taxes on the wealthy. They ran a story about Hunter Biden's laptop before the election, Biden, Biden was the nominee. Bernie had, had dropped out. And it was about the, the, this laptop that was found. And you could not, and it had incriminating stuff on it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't like to delve into Hunter's personal stuff because I, I don't know him. And I don't want to ever make politics about a drug problem that he may have had and has admitted to. That doesn't affect policy. But what did, what it, well, I mean, I'm too fat to smoke crack, so that's, that's my, that's my uh, alibi. So I'm too fat to have AIDS, and I'm too fat to smoke crack. That's my alibi, and I'm sticking with it, and I've got visual proof. I can send you a screen. We can do FaceTime. We can do FaceTime oh to verify that I'm still does. fat. It's me and Lizzo against the world. No. Um, have, did... did, did <laughs> <laughs> I will say too fat to now, smoke bitch, crack. Did is you see here a Lizzo's new song about damn time? Honey, that is my jam. Yeah. I hope that goes to the top. That's a new song yeah, that I'll great. be Lizzo's proud great. to DJ because I'll be swirling with the brats. It's got all the chords. It's got those old uh like uh R and B, like mid tempo disco. Renee and Angela, honey, chords coming in there, giving it to, that's, it's all about. Anyway, back to my other (sighs) diatribe. So with this laptop, there was stuff that was incriminating about Hunter, including some stuff. And there have been eyebrow raising stuff about business deals 
you know, Hunter is a lawyer, but he was on the firm of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. There were, there were other incriminating things suggesting that, that Hunter and Joe Biden, that there was some hint of corruption that I'm sure Republicans will investigate at some point. But th they, Twitter and Facebook would not yeah. let you put that, uh, they would not let you post that link. So this is the liberal, uh, most of most Google, most of uh, tech giants, Silicon Valley, all of that is very liberal in mindset. That's why you had the headline about the employees not feeling comfortable with uh, with Elon. They're the they're the woke crowd. They're the crowd at Netflix that walked out when Dave Chappelle had a, a special on their channel that they thought was transphobic. And there's many signs that you know Elon is not going to do that. And unlike Facebook, he he Mark Zuckerberg kind of you know, is more aligned with Democrats. So this, this is, Republicans feel that they have a win in this, but I'll say that I am disturbed by both my own, uh, the way that they police me all the time, and half the time they think that they're keeping, they're, you know, get, they're doing something nice for my community when it's actually targeting me and the way that my community, which I'm in, speaks. So, but the other thing is, a, a, one survey said that, uh, 16% of the people who voted for Biden when they just confirmed last month, like even the CNN and the, 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 the New York Times, which are more Democrat, that this laptop was indeed Hunter's and that, you know, they're going to start looking at the stuff on file. That is news. And, and, and I've already told you the New York Post is conservative. I never understand when I see people of color reading that. I'm like, I don't, so I don't like the New York Post and I don't like their viewpoint, but there shouldn't be something that happens like a laptop being found with incriminating evidence that one side of the media reports on and the other side doesn't even allow you to post on Twitter or Facebook. I mean, that's not, I mean, these are our public spaces and people's work. Our work is tied to our socials. But that, so there's so, so you can you can you can add the yeah. facts that you want to cover what items you want to cover. But if you're covering news and something like that happens, uh, 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 Jimmy Dore said on his show that 16 percent of the people who uh, voted for Biden, said that they would not have voted for him if they were aware of this laptop and what was on it. Well, Bunny, you know, people, people aren't, people aren't going to vote for us if we keep on. We are, we are poor time <laughs> here on Ebony and Irony Podcast. And you know what? I propose that we invite Hunter Biden on the podcast and you well, can he's got, um, he's, fight with he's him. He's got some... I think our fans will love drugs, that. Maybe too strong for me. At any rate, uh, you know, we, we do make our living uh, on 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 social media. I mean, we're we're recording a podcast right now. Uh, this right. is this is this is something that we have to take very seriously because I think a lot of people are misinformed, and I think that a lot of people don't do the digging, and I also think that a lot of people only hear their sides you know, uh, side of things. Like, you know, if I'm on a plane, I'll look at the MSNBC, CNN, and Fox. 
almost every time I look on Fox, they're saying something about how Joe Biden is in the throes of far left socialist Bernie Sanders and AOC. And I'm like, uh, I wish, I wish he was. And we would cancel student <laughs> debt, you know, but. But we all know these people, they're, they're going to have sensational headlines. This, everything is run by clickbait. The more people click into and watch their channel to have these sensational headlines, the more money they get from ad revenue. And they don't care. This is America is a, is a not even America, the world is a capitalist fucking society. Everyone, everybody what, wants to make fucking money. That, that, so they, do whatever it there costs. There was one Democrat who and was saying that this was terrible. She did not, would not accept him on Twitter. She was leaving Twitter, da 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 da. And someone wrote her and said, well, you're a capitalist. Twitter was for sale. A rich guy bought it. That's capitalism. If you don't like that happening, you don't like capitalism, yeah. or you support a regulated capitalist, <laughs> capitalism, because these these things. You know what someone else said on the rising is they said Twitter is not nearly as big as the Instagram, Facebook. I think Facebook is where most people get their news still. And on that note, Lady Bunny, you have a good rest of your week. I am going to <laughs> go smoke weed and, and be the, lifted the, like the you. Good luck on the show. When is it premiere? When does right, Drag girl. Race All Star 7 premiere? May 20th. May 20th on Paramount Plus. Okay, the first two episodes well, are coming um, out on that I day. Will... Bye. All right, girl. Talk to you soon. Podcast Network.